Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Natchpreneur Movement and our limited series, The Natchpreneur Experience. I'm super excited like I am every time because I love all of my guests, but I'm really keen to share with you Andrew from FX Medicine Podcast. I am so super excited to talk to him. He is um, a legend when it comes to listening to his voice over um, podcasts for all you practitioners out there. Um, I'm sure you've heard him. And if you haven't, definitely uh, go and check out FX Medicine. It's one of the best, if not the premier uh, podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and other practitioners uh, to get incredible uh, information and up-to-date um, really extraordinary interviews with the most amazing experts uh, here in Australia, New Zealand and around the globe. Uh, and Andrew has a story of his own and that's why I wanted to get him on today because nobody really knows who's behind this amazing voice we listen to and who's behind that amazing knowledge to get, extract that other knowledge for these incredible interviews. So I'm really excited to introduce Andrew Whitfield-Cook. <laughs> Thanks, Tammy. How are you going? I've got to correct you on something. Yes. I'm, I'm not a legend. I'm more of a fairy tale. <laughs> fairy tale. I love it. I, I can see you wearing wings, actually. Um, <laughs> oh, fairy tale, not fairy. Right, got it. <laughs> so um, I am... Um, I really love the way that you interview. It's um, quite inspiring. You extract some really incredible stories from these experts that you speak to. But um, there's a behind the scenes that a lot of people don't know about uh, when it comes to your experience with the human body because you have some perler questions sometimes and you, you genuinely are curious about uh, the inner workings of the human body and what we can actually do from a natural medicine side of things where has that come from that curiosity particularly for the human body because i'm a child <laughs> <laughs> um I, I like i do i was i was actually thinking about this a few weeks ago i was thinking like somebody said um you're really knowledgeable and i don't think that at all i think the guests i have on now they're knowledgeable like their knowledge just blows my mind i'm curious um i have wonder um, but I wonder why things work. I wonder why they tick. Um, and I, I guess I've always done that. I used to pull apart, um, not pull apart, I used to get out there, like a, even before I did nursing high school, I used to study the human body because I was really interested in it. Um, and I used to love the way that the striae of the muscles used to flow. And, and it's just become this wonder. But I guess with experience, you start to... Um, from, for me, it's patience. It, like, why did that happen in that patient? How does this help that person? Um, so I, I guess the physiology, the biochemistry makes sense to me and I remember it because it makes sense to a person, not to a muscle. Mm, yeah. Uh, not to this inorganic, or, sorry, organic thing, but, but to an actual entity, to a person that's living. Mm. So it was it was biology in the first place, just that that curiosity, and then you became a nurse. And so, how did patients come into your nursing? Like, what type of nursing did you do? How did it? How did that form what you're doing today? Yeah, just general nursing. I never specialised. Um, I was blessed to do training throughout the Murray Irrigation area, and there were really well-run hospitals down there, Griffith and Wagga particularly. Um, 
And, you know, you can call it country nursing. And, you know, look, we didn't have the experience that you'd probably get at, you know, Westmead or one of the massive teaching hospitals. Sure, but by golly, we had personal experience um, because they, they were just run in a, in a country manner. And, and I, I don't say that in, in a derogatory fashion. I love country um, where people welcome you. Um, where people have a real interest in you and your health, not not denigrating city nurses, but there's this there's a difference with country. Yeah, there's a level of clinical versus feeling the love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I I am forever blessed. I'm just even my high school, but certainly my nursing training, going to a smaller university. And having an absolute blast. I mean, talk about life experiences, man. Um, but, you know, learning there. And then, I, you know, then I did go up to um, Concord in Sydney and did a little bit of nursing there. And so how did uh, the nursing then get you into the uh, natural health side of things? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> um, like I used to, so I left nursing and I, I, I went into sales and then eventually I went into sales of medical type equipment, asthma pumps. And in that role, I, I, I had an educatory role. Is that a word? An education role <laughs> um, um, as well. And so we give talks to both um, healthcare professionals, but also the public. And indeed, I would hire at, at times, I would hire certain people to come along and give a uh, a talk on another aspect, for instance, diet or, or um, food sensitivities with, that, with regards to asthma and allergies. So there was the, you know, pre the preservatives and things like that. And I used to hate vitamins. Like I, I was so derogatory to <laughs> anything vitamins. And it was because of I never looked at it. I never investigated it. Just like most of the people who have an opinion out there against vitamins, they've never investigated, they've never looked at it, they just have this opinion because somebody told them or because it's, it's the status quo. Um, so I did the same. And um, there was a few things that I went, huh. And one of them was like um, RPA Hospital and, you know, massive 200 people talking about asthma and, of course, the, the, the inevitable question comes up, what about herbs and vitamins? And this pharmacist answered the question really well. And he said, look, not my bag, but he said, my thing is if you're having an objective measure, and in this case it was a little bit subjective, but, but it's the most objective that we've got um, to use by, for, uh, by everyday people who are asthmatic, and that is mm. meter." Yeah. And so he said, if your peak flow meter is going up and you are standing on your head with one hand in your ear and the other, you know, leg bent at 90 degrees in some yoga pose, then so be it mm. and continue doing it. And if your peak flow meter is going down, well, you've got a downward trend which you need to change. So he was using that. And he said, if you're using these herbs and vitamins and they're doing you good and you can give some objective measure, then for goodness sake, continue it. Because mm, just applying logic rather than that, that R rather than judgment. That's right. Yeah. Um, and, and he said, if, if it's doing you good and you're, uh, you know, avoiding a hospital um, episode, then so be it. Um, so that was the first one, one of the first ones. There was a few others, but basically, eventually I ended up in a job in 
the supplement industry. And it was purely mercenarily to get back into pharmaceutical type work. Right? Mm, yeah, yeah. What happened was I got sick. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there's the clincher. I got sick. And, you know, I was taking things and I would get well and get sick again, get well and get sick. And eventually I spoke to a guy who, I, who changed you know, my view of things and really gave me a lot of education. His name is Mike Curley. And, um, and what I was taking per day, he put me on per hour. Oh, wow. So that's, that was another key lesson for me is that mm. don't piddle around with stupid doses, particularly those that are on the bottle when you've got the knowledge of therapeutic doses. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. that, that was a big learning for me. Um, and another one was safety. Um, you know, we are blessed with having extremely safe, not totally safe, but extremely safe, um, um, you know, clinical tools to use. Mm. So, yeah, so that's, that's, when, that's when my mind changed, when I started to really question things and going, this doesn't make sense, I'm going to delve into it. And mm. that, then I delved into it and spoke to, you know, professors who were at QUT in microbiology. And, and I was going, did we, why were we taught this stuff? It's true. Why, why are they saying it's true and we were taught, saying it's not true? So that's when my learning began. Mm, fantastic. And you already had that love of education and, and connecting the, the, the right people or the experts with, uh, with who needed it when it came to your pharmaceutical repping. And now you use it with FX. How, what would, what, shifted you from your um being in the nutraceutical side of things uh, uh, obviously pharmaceutical nutraceutical yeah. and and what shifted that that you are now interviewing some extraordinary people uh, you know you did it for your um your personal health experience and now you're doing it for so many practitioners who can't go and see these experts themselves and you're bringing them essentially to to these people Thanks. Um, <laughs> uh, look, I feel, I feel so honoured in this. And I've got to say that change was not my own doing. Uh, like I've always been an extrovert. Yes. Anybody who knows me, yes. Totally. <laughs> we can't wait to see you at Nadex with your extrovert oh, right up on the stage there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, you know, with regards to why did I have the need? Well, I don't know. I mean, you could, you could, in a derogatory sort of fashion, you could say it's a need to be needed, you know? Like, I should have been on stage. Um, I agree completely. Janitor. Um, but, no, um, but, but, like, um, um, I was always an extrovert. Um, I didn't always have the... Like, people say the gift to the gab, but I don't think that's the... That's the trick when you're interviewing. The, inter- the trick is listening. And yeah, I agree. man, you talk to my wife, she'll say, shut up. So there was a big lesson for me to shut up and listen because they have the gems, not me. They have the clinical experience. They have the expertise. Um, and so it was a big thing for me to shut up and, and think. But I could think while they're talking and going, hang on, that's an interesting point you made. So let's go there. I'm just curious, serious. I'm just eternally curious. Yeah, I I love that. And there's going to be uh, practitioners listening to this at the moment who are considering 
uh, you know, that they may themselves love the education side of practice rather than the one-on-one. They, they might be considering uh, creating a, a podcast or a different platform to be able to share their knowledge. Um, what's your biggest tip? What's your, like, obviously that was gold. I'm, I'm curious and I need to listen. Like it, it, that's gold. But what would your biggest tip be? Because I, I actually got to interview you a couple of years ago at the um, Biocetical Symposium because you guys uh, with FX travel to some of the most preeminent uh conferences for our profession and uh, I got to get a behind the scenes of what actually goes on in your head and <laughs> and it, it, <laughs> when you're doing these things you you come across so extraordinary professionally and um and obviously with that curio- wonderful professional curiosity but um for many people this becoming visible and having a voice mm. it can be nerve-wracking and can you speak to that for those people who are out there considering it? Um, okay. So um, just to backtrack to something you said at the beginning was sharing their knowledge. And I think that's a key thing is have some, have some practice behind you, have some, some patient episodes so that you can speak from helping somebody, from, from actually getting into their head and helping somebody who's in pain, who's, who needs your help, right? Um, so that's where the knowledge, you know, your knowledge or expertise, if you like, comes from. Do you have to be a total expert in, you know, keto nutrition to be able to interview Dominic D'Agostino? Do you have to be an oncologist to be able to interview Lise Alshinen? No, I think you've just got to have care and wonder and why, you know. Um, so moving along, those people who might get a little bit scared, look, you know what? I'm going to backtrack to university days. You know, you go to a party, pretty girl in the corner, I'm across the other side of the room. Do you, do you think that me being the total and utter peacock that I am could easily go over there and going, hi, my name's Andrew, hey, you <laughs> No, no, not at all. You, you don't think I have the fear of rejection? You're kidding me. I've got one of the biggest fears. <laughs> I, I suffer anxiety. I really do suffer quite anxiety. Um, um, and that fear of rejection is it's a total thing that we always have to deal with so i guess the the courage comes from knowing the skills of social engagement that's it hello how are you going my name's andrew and you know and we're talking parties we're talking social engagements and and then you have this criteria of uh you know like a a very nervous introduction of very basic information, then you get on to factual information. What do you do as a job? Where do you come from? Things like that. Then you go on to opinions. And finally, if you really get to know somebody, well, that's when you get to intimacy. That's when you get to sharing of ideals and loves and, and commonalities and all that sort of thing. Um, but you, you start with awkward, basic talk. <laughs> and that's, I love how you break that down. Look, we but- all do it. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, and until you have an awareness that that is actually how the conversations go, uh, you know, it, it can be a mammoth, overwhelming, anxiety-driven, futuristic thing. But when you just start with the one basic thing and then go from there, yeah. not, not thinking about the entirety of what's coming up. No. Yeah. No, and and like you know, like I um, you know in my podcast I have got I have questions, and the questions are therefore a, a real 
concrete purpose, and that is to keep me on track. Um, but it, they don't keep me on track. If somebody says something interesting, I'm off. Uh, you know, like, so you have this as a framework, but you go where their expertise is. Mm, beautiful. That, that, that is gold nuggets for so many people out there who are considering this. So thank you very much for sharing that. Cool. Um, so we also have, at, you know, we've got these incredible themes this year for the Natchpreneur experience up on the Gold Coast. Mm. And uh, they're collaboration, connection and innovation. And I can already see how connection and you connecting uh, so many people in your life, uh, over your lifespan, but now uh, how much that has really formed uh, who you are and what you do. But how can you speak to collaboration and innovation and how that has uh, changed you as a professional? Cool. Okay. Um, firstly, I need to also answer something about how this all started. And you, you, this wasn't my brainchild at all. This was Danny Irvinder. Um, I have the curiosity. He went, you would be perfectly suited for this. Um, it, so it's his brainchild. It's his dream. It's his baby. Oh, and while you're on it. Yeah. So um, we don't get the behind the scenes and it would be great for our listeners to get the behind the scenes. So we've got yeah. Danny, who's the brainchild, you star up the front, Peacock. And then, and then is it a massive, humongous team of, oh my goodness, so many different working parts or how does it work? Smell of an oily rag. So, so you've got the, you know, what's the word? indomitable she, like she's just incredible i, I just love this girl to bits and this is rebecca guild who pocket is basically rocket. my sister pocket you know? rocket i love pocket her. rocket absolutely <laughs> absolutely i mean she she could she could be the next um ceo of westpac you know like she's just she's got that much acumen i love her to bits she's so organized she does a billion things at once she's got an amazing brain but also amazing talent and amazing care so I think the world of this lady. Anyway, so there's Rebecca Guild up on the northern end of the Gold Coast and every now and again we'll meet at, at you know, Rabina and have a chat and go, well, what do we want to do? So she does, she does the curation of FX medicine. Mm. So you think I do it all. No, 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 no. <laughs> I do a tiny bit. Um, Rebecca does the lion's share of the work. She does the when things are going to get organised, uh, when things are going to get released, um, she organises that release, she organises the transcripts, she organises um, um, infographics and, and articles to be written that might... Um, and she organises a whole bunch of other stuff that you the, can't even articulate at the, the moment because the, yeah. you're the voice and All of this, basically yeah, she, the machinery that keeps... You know, put it this way, if you go onto the au website, there you go, that's what Beck does. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Um, and then you've got Danny, who, who, I mean, he's the ideas man, head of education. Um, and um, and he, he's got this amazing vision um, and, and also aptitude, I've got to say, for knowing who good people are. So you'll get, you'll get somebody that might be an expert, but they droll on. Mm. And then you get somebody who is a, a, a thought leader. And that's who Danny sort of taps into. But he's also got an extreme brain himself. Like I'll, I'll ring him up about some concept and he'll go, but doesn't this mean that a little, 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 shit, I don't know. <laughs> 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 I'm going to have me or my Lenin jar. Um, you know, uh, um, 
there's so much that I've forgotten and mm. he's current. He's really current. He's up with it. So I take my hat off to him, not just as a visionary, but he, his, his knowledge is impeccable as well. Then also we've got the behind the scenes thing, uh, people with the who does the actual infographics, that sort of thing. That's Eric and, and Melissa, who's on um, maternity leave. She's actually loving her motherhood. So uh, she's on extended maternity leave. But Mel is incredible. Uh, so Mel's a, a nutritionist and a graphics designer. How good is that? Mm, great you know, combo. Great how combo. Rare, rare is that? So she does this visual stuff that I'm so I'm so proud of because she has this real knack of pulling out what practitioners need to know and how they need to know it visually. Mm. Um, you know, and we're currently going through another another phase, and that is animating. Uh, sorry, animating those those infographics so that we have, I don't know, just an extra feel to it, I guess. Mm, innovating. Yeah, so, nice. I yeah, like so it. Eric's doing that. Yeah, it's great. And Eric's doing a hell of a lot of, again, behind-the-scenes things as well. And then um, editing as well. Oh, forgive me. Of course. How could I forget? How for, could I forget? You talk about the star. This man's the star. So this is the, uh, the audio engineer, the sound recordist. This is Marcus. Um, full circle audio for anybody who needs them. Um, and I, I have to tell the story really quickly, and that is that Danny wanted a recording studio that was near to the office. And so he seriously went, like, pin the tail on the donkey. That one looks nice. And it turns out that this guy, Marcus, um, is involved in some you know, incredibly large projects and complicated projects. Does a lot of overseas work for like car shows where they have the snazzy introduction for a car, you know, with the da-da-da-da sort of music. He does um, uh, national presented ads, um, nationally presented ads overseas for things like white goods. Um, so imagine a whole house full of white goods that are interconnected, you know, how we get wow. into Google Play type thing. Well, yeah, imagine that. Um, but also for those people that are from Sydney, you'll know Vivid. Well, Marcus has also been involved in several Vivids, um, including, in my opinion, the best one, and that was the Indigenous one, which was just incredible. So he does these incredible things, and then there's little old me that he gets to dialogue with, you know. Um, and he's got this incredible acumen. Like, there's real expertise. He's a musician as well. Um, and he knows all of the famous voices that you hear on radio and television, he knows them. He's worked with them. So he's got this incredible talent mm. for editing but also coaching me in, in my job and saying, hey, listen, you know, like, you know, um, don't say I, say we. You know, I, it's not me finding out, Andrew. It's, mm. it's we have FX Medicine. We have the audience. So think little things like that that you don't you subconsciously do with, interviewees he'll change them and he'll he'll polish them for us fantastic so literally a team of half a dozen one of the most listened to podcasts for our profession and industry it's extraordinary i absolutely love that and that a hundred percent is is the example for collaboration i mean I, I love the way that you speak with love about the people on your team. And I think true collaboration comes with a resonance, like a harmony of um, the same vibe. And uh, for, for the synergy that you guys have as a team, that is so cool. 
I, I really love that aspect of collaboration. You know, Tammy, I'll totally and utterly agree with you. That's one thing that I'm probably the thing that I'm most proud of, and that is that we are family. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. And um, the innovation aspect of you were just uh, alluding to the uh, animations that are coming out for the site and otherwise, um, there are some other innovations coming out for you guys as well uh, this year. Do you want to speak to that at all? Can we <laughs> talk about um, Okay, so I'm, I'm going to take a step of what I think you're going to. <laughs> well, what I think you're alluding to. Um, so, you know, this is, as I said, Danny is a true visionary. You talk about an innovator, man. So, you know, like, despite sometimes getting, you know, bashed around with a piece of 4B2 sometimes, um, FX Medicine is a non-branded entity of a commercial entity. And so sometimes that commercial entity gets bashed up. And I'm quite sick of it for those people that don't realise what happens and, and indeed what work goes on behind the scenes to try and make things truly educational, not just a product rant. rant. I, I would have to agree with you completely. That, yeah, um, I, I get that, a bit uncomfortable about that. that, yeah, that it does happen. But, but Well, it is, it is part of the collaboration side of things and we, we are addressing that at Natix as well, that the profession and the industry and everything that holds natural medicine in the stead that we have, it came from the commercial interest to begin with creating an educational portal many of our commercial uh, suppliers were the ones that started education in this field for us as practitioners and um, it's an incredible task to get these types of things off the ground and to be able to have a dual support creating a bridge of education for industry and profession is extraordinary. So you guys are doing an amazing job of, of bridging that. Thanks. Um, and, and I just wanted to sort of put it into a sort of perspective, and that is that, you know, there are those thought leaders, if you like, who have, who are from commercial interests. And indeed, you know, ask a herbalist, and, and that's all I'm going to say. And I know what person is going to be in their minds right now. Now, that person has a commercial interest. So you can't tell me that this person hasn't done extremely good things over the years, but, he's got a, but there's a commercial interest there. Yeah. So where this, this you know, is it a mistrust of commercial interest? Oh, look, if you wanted to be negative about it, yeah, I'd say that. But what I, where it comes back to is your own knowledge. And, and what I see when I hear people... Um, uh, denigrating commercial interests, if you like, is because of the, the not their own knowledge, but but the knowledge base, if you like, isn't up to isn't up to par to be able to go. Hang on, you know that that doesn't make sense for everybody. That Ooh, makes make, making a logical, educated that's right uh, opinion. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it all comes back to education. It all comes back to the standard and quality of education, and and then from experience and things like that. So. You know, I would say always question. I don't think any product is necessarily intrinsically bad. I get a, I get a couple. But, um, <laughs> but then you've got to pick your patient who that's useful for. That's, that's experience. The N equals one is, is profound, yes. Yeah, mm. yeah absolutely. Mm. 
And so the innovation side of things is um, you guys are all over the place this year. I'm so excited. Should answer the question, shouldn't I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the first thing, as I mentioned, was, um, was, it, was uh, um, animations um, for the infographics. Um, and, you know, l let's be honest, in ch science changes and infographics and, and pictures and evidence needs to be updated constantly. And sometimes you always lag. That's just like a publication. There's always a lag time. So um, uh, we're currently looking at animating some of the infographics so that they just have a, 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 a better appeal for people to learn from. Um, there's also the um, clinical services, which isn't part of FX Medicine, but uh, one of the ways in which uh, Dr. Mark Donahue is being utilised is this FX omics. And so he's interviewing a lot of people centering around, but not solely on um, genetics. Mm. Uh, awesome. Per Personalised medicine is... Yeah, where the personalised medicine can take it, um, mm. or, or where the where the genetic um, component of that yeah. component, yeah, can 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 help with personalised medicine. Um, and part of that was to not just record it, but was to do it in a TV studio. Mm. Next level. I love. I love creating. You know the the that first example of taking a picture and then animating it it just makes it next level and taking uh, an audio to the next level into a television studio this is well it's more that's what innovation is about going pro i left something out mm. it's in a television studio with a live studio audience with a live studio audience yeah so Amazing. you actually get the participation the practitioners can, can participate specifically to engage with the expert. True interaction rather mm. than, yeah, that's fantastic. Learning what you want to learn. Mm. Mm. That is exciting. That mm. is exciting, people. Oh, my goodness. Is there a link on FX Medicine website to be able to uh, head over to that? Or? So we had a couple of meetings. <laughs> 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 How do we do this? <laughs> so there's basically FX Medicine is the overarching brand, if you like. Um, and then in that brand, you've got sub-brands now. You've got FX Medicine Podcast, Infographics. Um, there's also something that's going to be coming, which I, I can't talk about yet. Okay, but we can tell people but that they should look out in 2019 be... for surprises. Yeah. From uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, for surprises. There we go. Um, uh, but one of the sub-brands is, of course, FX Omics. So in there you'll okay, have... FX Omics is there, right. Fantastic. Because there is going to be so many people excited about that to be... I really want to tell you about the other thing. Why are going to tell you the audience? No, no, no. We're going to keep that for later on in the year. That's very <laughs> exciting. And it, it is, you know... I think that's the cool thing about innovation and um, we are, you know, we're taking up a huge amount of uh, our time and our workshops in NADEX, you know, because things change very quickly, particularly in this technological age and this education age, you know, yeah. the sharing of knowledge and the way that we do that and um, live events and how, how that is playing a role in in. Uh, education and business and connection and oh, there's just so much yumminess there and it changes so quickly 
that's why it's invaluable to keep up with these places and spaces where you resonate with. And if you resonate with FX, you want to keep up, you know, keep listening to the podcast, keep logging onto the websites and, and checking because that's what innovation is truly about. The next big thing, the next level, the next where, where you guys are going. And that's, um, it's really inspiring to see that you guys are actually doing that because there is other podcasts that are quite stayed, you know, same old, same old, uh, recording, not newsworthy necessarily. And, and that is in the age that we live in, we truly need to keep on top of uh, the changes that are being made. And it's super exciting that you guys... And the clinical need. Like, to, yeah. me, it's, to me, it's all about why are we doing this? If it's all about me, what's the point? Like, I can go and drink coffee. Um, it, to me, it's like, well, how, how can practitioners better themselves? FX Medicine's got two goals. It's very, very simple. To improve the skill set and the safety. That's it. The skill set and the safety of natural health practitioners worldwide. Dot. And in, 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 you know, the sub thing is that it's non-branded format, which is something that we're vehemently passionate about. Um, so, you know, we want people to be educated. We want people to be able to think for themselves, to be able to discern what's good and what's bad for that patient as opposed to the other patient, mm. um, to help them, to help the patients. To me, it's all about patients. Mm. You know, Fantastic. it's all about, it's all about somebody comes in, let's say, you know, one of my passions is helping people with cancer and somebody comes in, they're not just coming in to you for a visit, they're in the fear of their life, for their life. And you have to help that. You know, you better be on, on point. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, up to date. <laughs> yes, up to date, up to speed and, and be in, in the zone for, you know, from an entrepreneur side of things, being able to, not only be on the top of your clinical game, but be on the top of your your game as a professional, mm-hmm. as somebody who knows about uh, the safety needs and requirements, who knows about the legals, about what you can, you know, what you you are set to say and what you're not set to say, and to know when things like referrals are there, and and to know the right people to refer to yes. when things that are out of your out of your league come in, yes. so, or get mentored. Yes, or get mentored. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That, that sounds like getting muted. But <laughs> have a mentor. Have somebody with the expertise teaching you, not just referring to them and see you later, but yeah. actually learning from them. Yeah, and, um, that sh- and that sharing of knowledge and collaboration is huge, yeah. You actually said something that twigged in my mind and, and then I forgot it and then you said the, the another word and it, and it reignited it. And it's a, where I think part of this... Um, mistrust of commercial education comes from and that is those people that cannot tease apart the difference between industry and profession Mm. and i i will always remember i mean this this lady this this is one of my heroines this lady her name is ruth tricky Love Ruth. Oh my goodness. How many of us have her textbook on our shelves? Yes, it is a seminal textbook. Um, unfortunately, Ruth, if you're listening, um, says that she won't be writing a new one. It needs to be rewritten. It needs to have another edition, Ruth. Um, but, um, um, Ruth was at a professional association uh, gathering and she said quietly to me, if I hear the word industry one more time, I'm going to scream. Yeah. 
Um, and, and I get what she's saying. Those people that can't tease apart industry from profession, each mm. has their place, mm. but have their place. What's your distinction? So that those people who are new to natural medicine, who are just new graduates, they might not have heard <laughs> the, the distinction, to be honest, because it's not a conversation that we generally have, but it is a really valuable conversation. So what's yeah. your distinction? Well, okay, so, so there's industry, which is driving commerce and, and driving business um, and providing those clinical tools for the professionals to use. Um, so, I, you know, the, the parallel is doctors um, and drug and pharmaceutical companies. Yeah. So doctors might mistrust, if you like, the pharmaceutical marketing. They might mistrust pharmaceutical rah-rah, but they certainly utilise pharmaceutical education. Yeah. They certainly utilise pharmaceutical... Um, um, what's the word here? I'm using the word clinical tools too often, but, you know, uh, anatomical models, for instance, and pictures on the wall and things like that. So they certainly use those aids, if you like, to aid in their professional um, work engagement with their patients. Mm. You know, this is what operation I'm going to show you on your nose. Here's, yep. here's a model of a nose, All right? So... They're more than happy to utilise those, but what they distrust or mistrust is when you get a rah-rah, this can be used for so many things and it's better than everything else. Yeah. Like, hang on, hang on. Yeah. let's put it, you know, let's, let's think about my patients. So that's, the, that's where I, profession is the, the care of the patient and the, the clinical aptitude. Um, the industry is what drives, if you like, the success and it's the synergy, and although there is the separation between the two that uh, you've beautifully created a distinction about, there, there, it is like we are standing on the shoulders of giants when we, because the, they, uh, the industry has a lot, a lot backing it. You know, yeah. there is so much money and people and other things in there that drive research that drive um you know functional clinical tools and things like that and it makes it, the synergy between the two is better than standing alone in my no, it, it, absolutely it is my opinion and i own that but i have seen it time and time again where we are doing i feel like we do a disservice to ourselves by separating them you know what? Here's a here's a totally different analogy, and it's uh, it's from religion. I don't. I'm not religious. I just want to point that out. But it's it's a it's a thing from the Bible, and and people commonly get this one confused. Money is the root of all evil. That was not said in the Bible at all. What was said was the love of money is the root of all evil. Mm. Use money, love people. Mm. And, don't and love money. Use people. And it's an incredible, useful tool. Yes. So that, that to me was a, 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 I mean, that was teased apart years ago. Money isn't evil inherently. It's how somebody uses that. So, again, industry isn't evil. It's how somebody uses that. And, I, sorry, Tammy, I wanted to, you know how once it's in a podcast, it's there, it's out there, and it's supposedly truth, even though you might have, you know, had a faux pas or a little yeah. brain part and you didn't get the word right. So I've said the word mistrust a bit. and. I guess that's a little bit negative. How about the word discern? 
discernment, yes. For your patients. And, and what isn't, you know? How's that? There you go. Beautiful. I love it. I love it. And, and you've created so many distinctions for us today. I, I really appreciate it. Your, yes, your discernment of the <laughs> today. Um, and really great conversation. Thank you so very, very much, uh, Andrew. I can't wait to connect with you again up on the Gold Coast uh, at NADEX. Uh, FX Medicine, for those of you who haven't seen them live and you're only a podcast listener, uh, they, they come to so many of our, um, our incredible events and uh, they've got a, a mini stage where they'll be interviewing some of the most successful naturopaths and how, uh, what they're currently doing in their practices, people like Carla Wren and uh, her acute consultations and what that brings to, oh. to, to people, people like Lauren Lacey and how that change, has changed her life and the life of so There's many. There's a pocket rocket. Yeah, creating um, opportunities in, in volunteering around the world as natural health practitioners. You know, uh, Andrew's going to be there interviewing all these incredibly successful practitioners. And um, I'm so, so grateful and uh, so excited to see you there. Thank you so much, Andrew. Tammy, I've got to say, and, and I'm, I'm going to take my hat off back to you because I've got to say, way back when I was doing a seminar, you and I know this story, but list, the listeners won't. You and I know the story. <laughs> you, you supported me. Let's leave it at that. You supported me in, a, you know, a, um, a moment where... Um, uh, my my self esteem was being battered a little bit. How's that? Yeah. And, and and then the next time I saw you, you were leaning up against the wall. It was you were so funny because I didn't quite remember you, and I had to ask somebody, "Who's that?" And you were leaning up against the wall with your phone pointed towards you, <laughs> po podcasting. I mean, and just having a conversation with those people who were connected with you. And I went, who's that? And somebody said, Tammy. I said, Tammy. And you and I have obviously gelled since then. I've come and visited your your beautiful home and and podcasted about you and the story. And I just take my hat off to your care of your fellow practitioner to help them be successful and innovative and collaborative and, and connect with you connected with them and help them connect with others. So you are the driver of all of this. Well done. Thank you very, very much. I beautifully received that. <laughs> uh, thanks again, Andrew, and um, looking forward to seeing you up on the GC shortly. Thanks a lot. Bye. Yeah.